0: Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, experienced staff at local branches, and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So, whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And before we get into today's episode, I need your help. What I want you guys to do is write me at Pro Wrestling O T at Gmail.com or private message me on Twitter at Pro Overtime, that's two O's, Pro Overtime, or private message me on Instagram, which is Pro Wrestling Overtime, on what you think will happen in the next six months in any promotion you want. Like, if you watch MLW, you're all into it. I want to know, what do you think happens in the next six months that takes us to the end of the year? Do you see title changes? Do you see uh, some debuts? Do you see whatever? Uh, You can do it for Impact Wrestling, um, NXT, Raw, AEW... Uh, Smackdown. I'm going to let you do the booking. Because so many of you have not liked my booking ideas. I want to see you guys. Um, as far as asking for your booking ideas at Backlash. You guys just wanted to give me predictions. Oh, I... I think uh Buddy Lash or Bobby Lashley will retain. Okay, who's he going to pin? Uh what happens afterwards? What what do you think happens the following Monday night Raw? You guys didn't want to get back to me and you didn't want to say anymore. So I'm asking for your help because I'm going to be doing an episode real soon on what happens in the next three to six months on different, or in different promotions? So, we're going to get to the AEW stuff in just a minute. Let's first talk Will Osprey. If you guys have listened to this podcast any length of time, and I do mean any length of time, Or you follow me on Instagram. You know. I love. Will Osprey. Yes. I know some of you. Are going. To want to bring up. Some of the. Speaking out. Movement allegations. As far as. I know. And that's. All I, I can say. As far as I know. They have not been. Proven true. Um, I have. Two different websites that I write for. That are trying to keep me up to date. On what is going on. In. British. Wrestling. Um, yes, I know that NXT UK is back in business. That is because they're ran by the WWE. Parliament, the British Parliament, is actually conducting investigations into the allegations of the speaking out movement and going to make some regulations, protocol, things of that nature on British wrestling. So that's one of the reasons you haven't seen Rev or... or um, I'm trying to think of the other one that's huge. But you haven't seen them ramp up yet. And some wrestlers are waiting for their names to be cleared. And then I think some wrestlers, Marta Squirrel, are waiting for the allegations to be proven correct. And for them to get arrested and have a trial. So, yes, I know that some of you are gonna throw that at me. I know that some of you are also gonna throw at me that B. Priestley is not a saint. I also know that. I I've heard the allegations. Okay? I've heard a lot of the rumors of allegations. I've heard the Marty Squirrel rumors, for years. Um, so, let's kind of leave it at that. We're gonna just talk a little bit about Will Osprey. I couldn't find anything on his contract. I didn't look real hard. I'm gonna do that later today. So there'll be an update on that. But if you guys have any information on his New Japan contract, um, Please let me know. It is my understanding through some people that I know, they thought he signed a little after or a little longer contract than B Priestley, and they believe that he is gone. From New Japan, meaning his contract runs out after Wrestle Kingdom after the first of the year. So, um, I don't know that to be true. Like I said, I haven't found a date. But, on May the 4th, as you all know, he suffered a neck injury on night two of, um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Donaku. I should have written that down. But um, they were on night two, and he hurt his neck. It's my understanding he was scared that it was bad, but was telling people, oh, it's not that big of a deal. However, the hours afterwards proved to be different. He went ahead and returned to the U.K. to get a second opinion. Then they were supposed to decide on a plan on whether or not he needed surgery or not. And then, no matter what, he is going to do his rehab in the U.K. There has been some talk of what if New Japan extends his contract by the length of time that he spends in the UK because he's actually not in Japan cutting promos or doing commentary or anything like that, doing publicity and I don't know sometimes, I mean I have heard about in Japan wrestling, that they do that, I don't know that New Japan will do that. Um, However, this is just another hit to New Japan Pro Wrestling. A couple weeks ago, I'm sure all of you heard, they had a bunch of wrestlers out that tested positive for COVID, they had to isolate numerous wrestlers that had it, but also contact tracing, then Japan itself, the government, decided to limit attendance to certain venues, and so on top of that, They canceled shows at the Tokyo Dome and other places just because, you know, they weren't going to have crowds. And then probably, I would say, one-third to one-half of their roster was out. Now, because it is a neck injury, Japan thinks or told Osprey that it could be bad. He is supposed to find out more. He's already in the UK, obviously. Um, he had to give up the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. He hasn't held it that long. But, you know, Dave Metzler, um, Kevin Kelly, people like that... I believe even Alex Kozlov said in an interview they didn't think Will Osprey would hold it that long. But they thought that they would give him a good, stable run, consistent run, in order to get his new faction up off the ground. Now his faction is just kind of leaderless. And everybody is saying they think New Japan will hold off till Dominion, and then that is when a new champion will be crowned. They're not sure whether they're going to do it a big tournament, meaning like 16 wrestlers or more, or it's going to be a small one of four wrestlers or exactly what the Pacifics are. I just wish the best for Will Osprey. I hope it is not something that could take his career away. As we've seen done to Edge for 9 years. We saw Daniel Bryan having to deal with it what 3 years. We've saw Paige, I think now she's coming up on 4 years of dealing with it. So, I just hate for him to be having a career neck injury that he's going to have to deal with the pain of for the rest of his life. I also hate it for wrestling fans. I don't think Will Osprey was planning on staying in New Japan forever. People always said that about Kenny Omega. I didn't believe that either. Um, Definitely didn't believe it about the Young Bucks. They were coming back to Ring of Honor way too often, coming back for independent wrestling matches way too often. I knew the Bucks wanted to be in the United States, especially when they started having kids. Um, Kenny Omega, I thought the money and getting back at the WWE, either through going through another promotion where the ratings could beat WWE or going back to WWE itself and him proving them wrong after being signed by them and not being used properly. So, um, I never thought Will Osprey would stay over there. I thought that when his next contract was up, and if the rumors were true, that would have been at the beginning of 2022, he would come to America. I think everybody would have been vying for his talent because the way he tells stories and... His athletic ability, the moves that he has learned while he is over there are just unbelievable. His promos sometimes leave a lot to be desired, though, and that's what a promotion over here would need to work on and work on very quickly and fast uh, because you would need him... People have heard of him, and they expect a lot more of him, kind of like they do Kenny Omega. And so hopefully, you know, he will work on maybe his promos while being injured. So let's talk about AEW. I'm I'm really about tired of Reddit. I think I may get off there for a while. Even though I like arguing with people, and they give me topic ideas a lot of times by what they want to argue about. They have been crazy the last, I guess, two days, two and a half days, since AEW has announced their fourth show. And there are numerous posters on Reddit that are saying, Do you people realize that AEW is on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday? And that their pay per views used to be Saturday and they've switched them to Sunday. And so eventually they're going to be on every day of the week. Well, guess what, guys? They might. They might not too. Here's the thing. AW started out with AW Dynamite on TNT. They wanted to build a foundation. The best way they could do that was to bring in stars like Chris Jericho, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, Cody. Uh, Even Jake Hager had a following as Jack Swagger in WWE. They wanted to bring in people that people knew. Pac, I forgot about him, Um, and then they brought in other promotions that if you were, I don't want to say a true wrestling fan, but maybe a wrestling fan that watches too much wrestling, which is me, Um, then you knew about the Lucha Bros. You knew about LAX. Um, you you had heard of Trent. You had heard of Chuck E.T. Uh, if you really followed the indie scene, you'd seen Orange Cassidy. So, they wanted a foundation. But, They never intended, it was never in AEW's plans, that they would become the only core, because all of them had seen, and some of them had been part of, WWE's new, well I shouldn't say new, it's been going on for years, um, mandate of no star is ever going to be bigger than the company again. No one is ever going to be as big as The Rock, as big as Stone Cold Steve Austin, as big as John Cena. We're just not going to allow it. And how they've held people down or they've had them turned down movie roles, because, you know, certain pay-per-views are coming up, and that they've just held people back, because in order to push them, meant to take one of their older core, and have them job out to them, or have them, you know, take a loss, or lose a belt, AEW swore they were not going to do that. Which is why you saw the Bucks not be the first AEW Tag Team Champions. I was there when SCU got crowned. I thought that was absolutely awesome. I have loved Christopher Daniels, Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian for a while. I hated it that Chris Christopher Daniels was hurt and was not able to take place in that, take his place in that match. But they were putting over other tag teams, either through matches, matches with stipulations, with no belts, uh, promos, whatever. They were doing everything they could. You know, so was Omega. Everybody thought Omega would be the first AEW world champion. He wasn't. And there was serious discussion that Chris Jericho wasn't going to be, that it was going to be Adam Hangman Page. I'm glad they didn't do that looking back. I don't think he could have handled it. I'm still not completely sure he can handle it now that he is mature enough to basically have the company on his shoulders. And then everybody's, you know, thing was, well, where does Cody fit into this? You know, when is he going to get his chance at the world title? And then they made the TNT championship belt As their secondary title. And they were like. Aha. There's Cody. But all of these guys. That I've named are in their 30s. Or like Jericho are 50. They know. You know. Their wrestling careers. Could be over. Now. Through an injury. From a previous injury. That is. That just gets worse because somebody did something. Through, uh, you know, Matt Hardy hitting his head on the concrete. Because, you know, his dive that was supposed to take place through a table and Sammy Guevara didn't end up the way he did. He got a serious concussion out of that. You never know. We were talking earlier about Will Ospreay and a neck injury taking you out. You'd never know. So you've always got to have a stream of young talent that is sitting there that if you need time off, because your wife is having a baby and you would like to be there for it, and you would like to bond with your child... John Moxley Cody, um, that you have confidence that you have this younger tier of talent that is starting to break through and is ready to break through at any moment and take your place or at least keep it warm for you. Which is why you see so many in AEW under... 30 years old I like to point back to January's Royal Rumble that WWE put on out of the 30 participants of that only 2 were under 30 I believe Otis had just turned 29 and then you had Dominic Mysterio who was 25 or 24. 24 or 25. That was it. Everybody else was above 30. You look at AEW. You've got. Ricky Starks. He is a star. Waiting to explode. Guys when they. Pop him. You watch. He will become. AEW's... Superstar... The one that's... Already... A superstar heel... And I've told you guys... Is probably... The best heel... Right now... In the world... I don't care about Roman Reigns... MJF... Knows more moves... He has forgotten... And doesn't use certain moves anymore than Roman Reigns does now. If you go back, look him up on YouTube, watch some of his indie matches. MJF, when he was younger, because he's 25 right now. But if you watch some of his matches when he was 21, 22, he was a high flyer. He went through tables. He sat on top of ring posts and flipped around and went through tables. He did suicide dives. He had a Darby Allen reckless abandonment style. And some veterans got a hold of him and said, you know, you're not going to make it very long if you continue to do that. And he got with some older veterans and... He, now people say, is a, the old-school wrestling style. And he is. Um Tolly Blanchard has said that. He loves to run his mouth. He's great promo. He has the factor of the charisma. You love to hate him. And if you ever interact with him... You will love to hate him. Because he is one that lives his gimmick. If you see him walking through an airport, say something to him, want an autograph, he's liable to flip you off and keep walking. Um, you know, he's liable to curse you. And, and make an embarrassment out of you by making fun of what you're wearing or you're carrying or who you're with or whatever I mentioned the other one that is a superstar now at 26 I believe Darby Allen unbelievable talent I love his recklessness and I love his motto In real life, that he is brought to wrestling by painting his face. Guys, he does that for a reason. He was in a drunk driving crash with his uncle when he was five years old. His uncle was drunk. His uncle died. They told Darby when they got him out of the car and took him to the hospital, he was lucky to be alive. Darby Allen's motto is, I'm half dead already. And I'm gonna give it everything I got until I'm fully dead. That's why he paints the dead man skeleton on half of his face and so that is why he did not sign a contract that does not allow him to do whatever he wants you guys have seen him surfing on top of cars going 30, 40 miles an hour you've seen him zip lining off his homemade zipline and trying to land on a skateboard you've seen some of the skateboard tricks that he has tried and failed at miserably um I can't think of all the stunts that they've done I mean and they're filming them to prove to fans and to themselves because they go back and watch it that they actually did it. They're not filming it to get a show like Jackass on TV. They they have no interest in that as far as I know. He just wants to test his mortality. Hence the coffin drop from the lighting rigs and I soon bet off of um, places in stadiums, but you also have Jungle Boy, who is young, John Silver, who is young, um, trying to think who else is under 30, um, I think Orange Cassidy is under 30, actually, uh, Wardlow is under 30, um, Anthony Agogo, I believe is 29 getting ready to turn 30. I'm trying to think very quickly, but I'm running out. So, obviously they have this second tier raring to go. It was only when they found out how ready this second tier was. That was going to be taken on the first tier... Of the core group of veterans. That they realized. You know what? We can't have. This second tier. Fighting us all the time. We need to bring in a third tier. They started hiring people. They started getting trained at the nightmare factory. And. And. With QT and with Dustin. And now Dustin has his own wrestling school in Texas. And. It came up. Where are they going to get reps? We can only have so many. Dark matches. As we're traveling. So. As AEW has always done, starting with the Young Bucks, filming, being the elite. Now, uh, Sammy Guevara has a show. Um, Brandy has a shot of Brandy, a show. Um, the Dark Order has a show. I'm trying to think. Um, Adam Page sometimes has weird, uh, spinoff show, kind of, with BTE, um, Cody and them, Cody and Brandy are filming a reality show that's going to be on TV right now, but it, anything they've ever wanted to make, they've just thrown it on YouTube, so it immediately came to mind, why don't we Just have a show of dark episodes. And we'll create it like it's real. It's a live show. And we'll have commentators. They'll come out to, you know, ring entrances. They can cut promos. And it was supposed to be third tier going against second tier. So they threw it up on YouTube. Where wrestlers could see and break down themselves and see that match at any time. But real hardcore AEW fans also could be getting to know the even younger talent or even more inexperienced talent. Plus they could see some of their younger favorites like Jungle Boy take them on. Well, pretty quickly... Dark got a following of its own, and the core talent, the John Moxley's, the Cody's, the Dustin's, the, you know, FTR when they got there, a lot of them wanted to show up at Dark, number one, to get more reps, because COVID and the travel ban was in effect, and they weren't getting as many reps they had planned on doing some indie circuit matches. Um, John Moxley had his calendar pretty much booked in 2020. He was going over to England, Ireland, Germany. He was going to Japan, uh, I think, three times in the end of 2020. All of that got canceled. So they needed to keep their skills up so they wanted to be on dark well because they had signed so many third year talent to per appearance and second tier and first tier are also wanting to be on dark they decided hey we also need to work on our commentary team who knows if JR and Tony Schiavone will be wanting to do this forever So we need to get some new talent there. That's when you started seeing Taz. You started seeing Chris Jericho. Um, They've even gave Ricky Starks a chance at commentary. MJF has done commentary. Um, Then they did the big clue and landed the big show. And so they decided when they created Elevation... That was going to be a training ground for Paul White. He was not supposed to be polished. He wasn't really even supposed to know what he was doing. They were going to teach it to him. I think a lot of people turned into, tuned in to that first one or two episodes of Elevation expecting him... To be polished. And he wasn't. And they didn't understand why. Well how about because he was a wrestler in WWE. Yes he sat down every once in a while. But. Think about it. When you see wrestlers sit down. Whether it be. Ring of Honor or Impact or WWE or AEW. A lot of times. Yeah they make some comments. On the match. But. They're talking their own stuff. They're promoting their own stuff. They're cutting promos, basically, on who they're going up against. Well, obviously, Paul White is not going up against anyone. He actually had to talk about all these matches, and he had to know all of the facts. A W since they signed with TNT, with Turner Networks, there's always been a plan in place for them to have a second show. They don't have anything to do with AEW Dark or AEW Elevation other than cameras and, and lights and entrance music and all of the... Audio, video equipment that that you see, obviously, you know, that's theirs. But as far as them owning that show or putting those shows on, they don't. Those are YouTube shows. Those are strictly for talent to get reps in and to create rivalries or backstories for people. But there was always the thought there was going to be a second show. Now, COVID pushed that back. One of the reasons is because you were having Elevation on Monday. You were having Dark on Tuesday. You were having Dynamite on Wednesday. And they had basically told their talent that they were going to get three to four days off a week so that they could do indie shows. Well, even though there weren't any indie shows, they still wanted to uphold that. And it made it hard to travel. And a lot of the wrestlers just rented long-term airbnbs or long-term hotel rooms or whatever condos in the jacksonville area because they said this flying stuff is crazy and aew at the time had the strictest protocols with the bracelets and the in and out and if you went out then you had to be retested and you had to wait for the test results And they had to be negative before you could go on back in. So, um, they didn't want to add that extra show. TNT was pushing them to put a third hour up of AEW Dynamite. There was a discussion that was held. There were people in WWE that had worked the two hour Raw and then worked the three hour Raw during the transition and then had worked it as it became a regular thing. There has been, there still is talk of Raw only needs to be two hours. But guess what? It's three, and they pay them for three, and Vince McMahon is not giving up that money and taking it back to two hours. You can forget it. AEW didn't want to get in that situation. They didn't want to do three hours. Even though with their storylines, with the roster, they could. They didn't want to they felt like it may wear people out. And that is one of the reasons why they have been sticking to four pay-per-views per year, and they make them longer. But you don't get anything else that long. So they told TNT... Let's do a new contract. Let's create Rampage. And let's figure it out. It is my understanding that when NBC did not go after the NHL, that's when Turner got involved. They... Then decided to move them from TNT to TBS. Everybody sees that as a step down. I don't know why. Um, That's the flagship station. That's the original station. That is the 605 wrestling station. It's not a step back, and in the new contract, they paid them more to move to TBS. It is my understanding AEW Rampage will be on TNT, and it's going to go on Friday nights, and it's going to be one hour long. It's going to be at ten o'clock, so that it does not interfere with WWE SmackDown. Do I think eventually it will be from nine to eleven? Yes, but I don't think they didn't want to. They did not want to bite off more than they can chew. But think about it: the special stipulation matches. That they have on Dynamite. They may have on Rampage. Letting Dynamite. Stand on its own. It have storylines. And it have the time to tell those storylines. But you pull one big match. To Rampage. And have it that Friday night. One hour where you're telling the story that may take place next week on Rampage. But you're also having a one or two main event quality matches there. Tony Khan has said these two shows, they are not one and two. They're both ones they're both the same level, they'll get the same priority, they will have the same wrestlers. It's not going to be a step down. Whereas AEW will admit to you, dark and elevation are a little bit of a step down. Hence the reason why they're on YouTube for free. It is to get reps. Reps. It is to try out new talent, to see if they want to sign them. It is for younger, inexperienced wrestlers to prove what they can do and what they are learning. And it's for talent that maybe was in a big production, big program in AEW Dynamite, that once that program's over, they feel like they've saturated them with the fans, they can pull back, still continue wrestling, still continue storylines, still continue cutting promos, just on dark and elevation and take a breather break for the fans that only watch Dynamite. It's also, Dark and Elevation is also for wrestlers that are coming back off injuries. Rampage and Dynamite will not be. So, um, I don't know that we'll have pay-per-view event-worthy matches on there. But the example that I used with my friends is, if you took the pay-per-view, well it wasn't a pay-per-view, but if you took what could have been a pay-per-view, Blood and Guts, Winter is Coming, both of those shows would work well with this concept. Because what you do is now make AEW Dynamite. That undercard for Blood and Guts, those four matches had to be taped. The reason why is because they could not go ahead and set up the cage over those two rings. So they taped those four matches, and the only one that was live was Blood and Guts. Here's the thing they can do now, is have those four matches live. Have the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle interacting on that Wednesday night. But Rampage is nothing but the blood and guts match. The winner is coming. I think they had five matches on the under undercard then, so you have those, but you have Kenny Omega and John Moxley poking at each other, picking at each other, attacking each other, and then on Rampage, you have their match, where John Moxley loses the title on December second. Winner is coming, only now it's on Rampage. And maybe, you know, since Don Callis took off with Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega said, I'll see you on Tuesday, then the last 15 minutes is, they show what's going on backstage. They show the Bucks showing up with Cody and Jericho and Tony Khan and Q T Marshall, and all the people that are putting AEW together backstage, and you have Tony Schiavone and and J R walking back there, going, "What did he mean by that? Where's he going? Why was Don Callis here, um, and asking all the questions that we as fans were were asking the last ten minutes of the show?" Well, now you're continuing that storyline until the next Dynamite. So, I think that's what you're going to see, is more storylines over the week, maybe us getting questions answered quicker, not having to wait a whole week for the answers, but The questions we have on Wednesday, they may be answered on Friday, which will create more questions that will then get answered the following Wednesday. So I think it's going to be a great thing, guys. And for all of you that are just slamming AEW, you're crazy. Are they going to draw fans away from Dynamite? They might. Because, here's the thing, I don't think fans will say, I'm not watching Dynamite because I'm a Rampage fan. No, I think what you're going to hear them say is, I'm a hockey fan. I'm, I can't watch Dynamite, I'm going to DVR it, but I'm sure not going to miss Rampage because I want to get caught up. I want to see this match they're doing, whatever. Then in the fall, I think you're going to have people say, I don't have time to watch Rampage. I'll DVR it. I'll get to it when I get to it. But I'm not going to miss AEW Dynamite. But, you know, my. Uh, daughter plays volleyball or my son plays high school football and their games are on Friday night. So, you know, I'm not going to get to see Rampage. I'm going to have to DVR it and catch it later, but I'm definitely not going to miss Dynamite. So I think you're going to see the fans are still going to watch both, but the overnights that people play you know, into so much. That they pay attention to so much. Maybe they won't play as big of a part. Because people are... There is a lot of wrestling on And I'll be honest with you. Yes, I watched tonight's Smackdown. Or, I should say, last night's Smackdown. But, guys... There are sometimes I don't get to Raw until Tuesday or Wednesday. And I have to make myself sit down and watch it. And sometimes I will watch Raw at midnight on Monday night and turn it off. And I won't try it again until Tuesday afternoon. And I'll watch 45 more minutes and then it will make me want to bang my head against the wall and i'll take a break and i won't watch it again until, you know, wednesday afternoon when i get home or or wednesday evening which is why from me you don't get recap shows directly after a show like tonight or last night smackdown you're you're not going to see me do a show About last night's Smackdown. I want to do these topical shows. Number one. I think they're more interesting. They're more interesting for me anyway. And number two. Guys. Every show has a bad show. And when they have a bad show. I don't want to force myself. To watch it straight through. In order to get to you at 11.05 and be live on Twitch or YouTube or wherever or get you a podcast out before midnight when I know most of you have already went to bed and aren't getting up till 5 or 6 in the morning getting ready for work. So I'm hoping to give you a different wrestling podcast than what others do. Maybe I don't, maybe I do. You guys can write me and tell me. Because remember, you're supposed to be writing me about your favorite promotions. You can pick one, you can pick them all. It doesn't matter what's going to happen in uh, this particular promotion in the next three to six months. So, guys, I'm going to end this here. Um, You're going to get an episode... Maybe later today, not a hundred percent sure when it will actually come out. It'll probably come out later this afternoon or evening. And it's gonna be all WWE. Where some switches needs to be made, some rumors that are going down, and who needs to change brands quickly and very badly? So um, that's also coming up. So I look forward to talking to you guys soon. And I'll see you guys down the road. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today